Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between. Welcome back to 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair with Fandom Fair, a deep dive media podcast with your host, Sam. And Mitch. Today, we're talking about one of my favorite, if not my favorite anime, Madoka Magica, because I recently rewatched it. Because it's only 12 episodes. Yeah, it's, um, a short, it's a short one. It's a short one, and I remember when I finished it, I my god sister had told me to watch it. And I was like, that's it? She's like, yeah. I was like, what do you mean that's it? <laughs> and then she's like, no, there's a movie. But, um... Listen, I'm all about philosophy and thinking about my place in the universe, and this anime gave me that crisis at the ripe age of 12 when I first watched this. Oh man, I wish I had that crisis, but I watched it, like, like not even a few months ago, and I feel like I should rewatch it because my brain was not working, so I should probably rewatch it. But please, tell me about philosophy while I make affirming noises to you. Well, I'll try to bring you as much into the conversation as I can. So, the rundown of... Madoka is that the titular character, Madoka Kaname, is surrounded by her friends that are magical girls, and she's constantly given the option to save her friends who are dying by becoming said magical girl. All you have to do is make a wish, and then you become one. So as sweet as the deal sounds, we find out that the witches that the girls have been fighting are actually previous magical girls who have been consumed by grief. So basically, there's this whole process from magical girl, and then you just become depressed and consumed by grief, and then you go through transformation which makes you into a witch. It'd be like that. All, all for the purpose of these incubators for collecting energy to save the universe from heat death. We also find out that another one of the main characters, Homer Akemi, has been reversing time to try to save Madoka from her fate of death. In the end, Madoka becomes a magical girl. Her wishes to stop witches from ever existing, in which she then becomes a god and rewrites the universe so that witches never exist. So what does this have to do with philosophy? A lot. <laughs> because rewatching this, I understand why this gave me a crisis at twelve. Because when I was twelve, I'm like, "Huh, let me let me think about my meager existence it's, in the it's, universe." It's time to think. Yeah, it it's time to go. Hmm. I, yeah, I, I did that a lot as a kid. I'm well, I still do it now. That's one of the main reasons why I have such bad anxiety. Is I just think how small and insignificant my life is. Ah. Yeah. Um, so this entire show covers the growth of a girl to a god and talks about one's place and purpose in the universe. So first and foremost, I want to talk about Cubay or the incubators, which represent the ideals of utilitarianism. So anything I cite, I mean, I'll bring it up, but um, I got I found a really interesting article from realrundown.com because I just googled philosophy emotica magica, and this was like the first... <laughs> Um, article that came up and it's really interesting so the basic gist of utilitarianism is the greater good for everyone instead of focusing on the individual so if the majority of people are happy versus a smaller group of people that are happy the greater good is the most beneficial so the cube's purpose is to collect energy from the hope to despair transformation that the magical girls go through to try to save the universe from the inevitable heat death, <laughs> even if it causes the other, ma- other magical girls, especially the ones becoming witches, great pain and death. Cubay also mentions the ideals of rationality, which I'm going to quote directly from the article. Like utilitarian thinkers, Cubay, if you believe he's speaking truthfully, primarily in- 
is primarily interested in the total sum utility of the universe. Their collective goal is being to minimize risk to the universe and bring their idea of happiness to sentient life forms. In Kyubei's point of view, he couldn't imagine why you want you wouldn't want to become a magical girl. You gain a burst of happiness from when your wish is granted, but more importantly, you're minimalizing your own physical pain and insecurity by taking on a soul gem and help preventing death of the entire universe. He doesn't understand why the magical girls wouldn't welcome the transformation tra- sorry, transition from magical girl to witch as part of one of the many transitions in nature that are necessary for the survival of the whole, like a caterpillar becoming a butterfly. This to anyone sounds like a nightmare. You're giving up your humanity and your soul for you to eventually die by either the hand of a witch or another magical girl. Sure, you get a wish of anything you want, but that doesn't re- last very long. Well, like, you can take like, you can take in this point that Cubite isn't a human, and thus he doesn't really think about um, anything from the human's point of view, and more from like him and the rest of the incubators from like the universe's point of view, which is like what you're saying. But like, he just doesn't have yeah, the like, idea I, of humanity in his head. Yeah, like I'm gonna bring it up later that um, one of the issues is that Cubes don't understand empathy and human emotion so that's why they like they cannot understand like oh this is just a life cycle because it's already pretty normal for people to be afraid of death yeah but magical girls are entirely focused on oh well you're like 12 years old you're gonna die only being like 12 you're gonna die uh oops uh now i think yeah, it's like, you know, between your, like, 12 and 13, those are, like, all the magical girls' ages. Um, you're gonna die. Time. You know, a lot of them have lives they want to live. You know, they have uh, lives ahead of them. Their lifespans uh, go farther than 12 or 13. You know, and becoming a, you know, a magical girl. Oh, I mean, when you become a witch, you're entirely consumed by grief and despair until you're killed. Just, you know, just just fun all around for everyone. Yeah, it's just this continuous life cycle of happiness and despair. Repeat. Rinse and repeat. So this goes into the next idea of dualism versus monism. Which I'm just going to focus on dualism, really. Mm-hmm. Which is dualism is the belief that the mind and body are separate things. And this is what Kyubei believes. When they're first given their soul gems, uh, the girls are told that this is the source of their powers, and that's not entirely the truth. It's that their souls are quite literally put into these gems to make them better at fighting, so that when they're hit, it feels like less pain. The girls, when finding this out, feel like they've lost your humanity and are holding onto their souls in a tiny gem, and if they're broken or separated from the gem, they'll die or become mere husks. Their bodies have merely become a computer monitor to a motherboard. Okay, so, like, Like, my brain didn't completely process Madoka Madachoka, so the idea that they are feeling less pain because their soul's inside of a gem is new to me. Yeah, uh, so, you remember when Madoka throws Sayaka's soul gem? Perhaps. Brain bad. So, so Sayaka goes to fight Kyoko. Oh, okay, yes, I remember that. And Madoka grabs the soul gem to stop... Uh, Saika from transforming, and she throws it onto a truck below the overpass. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Saika just turns into a so husk. once, Yeah, and then they're like, what happened? And Kyubei's like, her soul's in there. Yeah, dude, if she don't got her soul, she's not gonna be, like, uh, alive? Yeah, so, like, your entire existence gets put into a little, little crystal. 
morbid, loving it, really. Yeah, and, and it's basically, he says, well, it's because, you know, your brain's not really in there. Like, he's thinking of the brain as more of a material thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, your brain's not in there, so you won't feel... Like, your pain receptors won't feel as much if your soul is in a gem. Oh, true, yeah. I can see the scientific so, like, about this, yeah. Yeah, so, like, when you get hit by a witch or another magical girl, you know, your pain receptors aren't going to flare up as much as if, like, you get stabbed. Mm, yes. That's, and he explains that's why Kyoko and Sayaka were able to fight for so long, like, hitting each other. It's because of how their souls... Well, or their brain receptors weren't as triggered ah, yes. from the hits. But yeah, um, getting your your entire what you would consider humanity put into a little rock, and it's like, oh, if it goes like a hundred meters from your body, you're just gonna not exist anymore. Loving it, really loving it. Because like you know, you think, oh, I'm just living in my body. You know, what I'm seeing is from it's getting recepted from my body into my brain whatever uh no it's my brain my body is seeing things but then it's being transmitted to a little rock yep just, just a little little rock and it's it just very weird to think about in the fact that oh th- this is my existence like you like you're physically looking yeah. at your humanity but you're processing your humanity while in that rock it's very complicated and uh you know and scary and i remember watching that as a like kid and i'm like oh that's terrifying that's not great to think about like i said it their their bodies like their physical bodies is just a computer monitor and when everything that they are thinking and doing is being signaled from their soul gem to go to their body you know, when you think about it, could they switch soul gems? Could they switch bodies? That's that's an interesting question. Cause like, I don't think so because I think it's kind of like a one-time Bluetooth connection. Oh, yeah, like their souls are attached to the, yeah, like, you know, like how souls are attached to bodies. Yeah, you know, like I wasn't <laughs> thinking about anything. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they can necessarily do a body switch. It's more so like, oh, I have a one-time Bluetooth connection. Fun. That would be that would have been a fun plot, though. That would have. Maybe they explore it in the sequel. Completely worse <laughs> sequel show, <laughs> which I'm not even. I'm not even finishing. You I'm just gonna read the Wikipedia. You said you said to not watch. <laughs> Magia Record is horrible. If any of you have watched Madoka Magica and you. Don't know Magia Record, don't watch it. I'm just gonna play what I think is a rhythm game on my phone. Oh yeah, there's a game or something. It was a game and I think it got turned into a show which then got greenlit for a second season. I'm like, oh, it's not even just 12 episodes, I'm getting another 12. The 12 that Monica, that Monica Magica did not get. Which mommy comes back? I've seen. I think Sayaka comes back. I'm like, oh, I think what? I did see mommy. Yeah, I think I saw at least mommy because I, I think I checked when it was coming out. Like, oh no, no, because when I watched Madoka, the original series, I think it, it had just started coming out. At least I think. Mm-hmm. So I saw all the gifts. I'm like, where's the Madoka Magica stuff? What is this? 
Yeah, you have to look up, like, PMMM. Yeah, Puella, Madoka, Magica. There's another word in there, I'm sure. Ma- it's Puella, Maji, Madoka, Magica. Maji! Um, so back to philosophy. Yes. The ideas of collectivism versus individualism, which is group versus individual, it's one that is heavily explored, whether it be a magical girl team to support and help each other versus every magical girl for herself, which is the ideas of Mami and Kyoko, or Kyubei's idea of sacrificing the few for the best of everyone. The main reason that Kyubei can't understand pain and grief, or what they call irrationality, is because they're part of a collective hive mind and cannot understand that each human or magical girl has their own identity, hopes, dreams, and fears, which leads into the confusion why they wouldn't want to sacrifice themselves for the betterment and survival of the universe. Oh, you know, like how I said uh, a few minutes ago and I completely forgot you wrote this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because um, we, we see, like, Homura shoot Kyubei and then another one just pops right back up. Oh, a Monokuma-type beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's legit. A Monami Monokuma-type beat. I just realized that now. Monokuma-type beat. <laughs> Which I'm, I have to play V3 uh, so we could finally do our episode. And we can talk about it. Yay. We, we, we could talk about V3 and we could do our episode on Danganronpa. Yes. You know, I, I, I find it hilarious how friend of the show Nick asked me if I knew the deaths of Chapter 2 as if I hadn't just been talking to you guys like a few nights prior that, oh, yes, I know all about V3 because I've watched it. <laughs> <laughs> like legit, he's like he he was because he had just finished chapter two, and he texted me about and he messaged me about it on Insta, and he's like, "Do you know who dies in chapter two? I'm like, "Nick, of course I do. What are you talking about? It was just some. Was I just, watched. <laughs> I've watched someone play it, Nicholas. I'd love to play it myself. But I've I've only watched someone play it. Yeah, hopefully Nicholas will finish it because I would like to play V three. You just don't want to get your f- save files confused, huh? Yeah, and I also don't want to ask the person who actually owns the game. I'm like, listen, I know Nick is borrowing it. Can I borrow it now? Can I have it? At the same time. Can I have it now? Um, So I'm just going to be patient and wait. Okay. Anyway, uh, Madoka Madoka. But but yeah, when when Kyubei, you know, all of them act the same, they all behave the same, they're just one collective being. Mm -hmm. So when... They when humans feel emotion besides you know their pain besides despair and hope. Aha 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 joke. <laughs> um, because that's what they're looking to collect. They can't understand the irrationality of you know Homura sacrificing herself for Madoka, mm-hmm. which I'm gonna come in a little bit. We'll, we'll get back to Homura. Um, you know why Madoka's so upset or why. You know, Sayaka's upset that her soul is shoved into a gem. I mean, valid. Cause, and he's like, well, it's just part of the magical girl thing. And they're like, this isn't what we signed up for. Hold up. You didn't read- I'm sorry, y'all didn't read the fine print? Kyubei didn't read out the terms and conditions of being a magical girl. How dare he? The one thing that none like, of us want to read, he didn't read out. He didn't read out, but it's kind of valid because it's like, I, I think if anyone read the terms of conditions of becoming a magical girl, they'd be like, nah. Yeah, I would be like, mm, sorry, let me go um, find 
uh, the Sailor Moon makeup magic thingies. I'm gonna go do that one instead. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, Cameron, me and Cameron watching it, who's Cameron's my roommate, and he's like, being a magical girl doesn't seem so bad. I'd be a magical boy. Hell, and I'm like, heck yeah. I'm like, oh? Oh? Okay. Yeah? I'm like, and then afterwards he's like, oh yeah, okay, that's not great. I'm like, no. No, no. <laughs> yeah, we, we had binged it in one night. I'm like, oh, let's just watch like one up, ep- like, let's just watch like the first like three episodes. And then you because... didn't. <laughs> and then we didn't, and then we watched the whole thing. It was only 12 episodes. Easy. Uh, that's why you asked me where to watch the movie. Yeah, because I want I want to rewatch it because it's been literally six years since I've watched the movie. And it was in sub. And I had watched it in the sub. Yeah. And I want to show Cameron the movie. Of course, yes, yes. Which, it's such a good movie. It is, um, it is good. But we're yeah. actually... We're, we're actually going to talk about the movie right now. Yay! So now that I'm the Cube isn't necessarily a good being, but now I want to talk about religion in the movie Rebellion. So yeah, Madoka becomes an altruistic god to save all the magical girls from despair becoming witches, but Homura, the girl who's trying to save Madoka from her inevitable death, is eventually thrown into despair and becomes a witch that is contained in her soul gem. Once breaking free, Madoka comes to save her from the despair, but instead of going with her, Homura's love, I quote that heavily (laughs) for Madoka, is so great it takes over and rewrites the universe again, but with her as the head as a demon or a devil. Um, I'm going to be quoting real rundown again. In the movie Rebellion, Homura becomes an anti-god figure almost as inevitable, almost as an inevitable reaction to Madoka becoming a godlike figure at the end of the anime. As the title implies, this is about rebellion. Madoka as a god creates a new order, but for Homura to secure her own happiness within that new order, she must defy it. So, she becomes the opposite of Madoka in every way. The selfishness to Madoka's altruism rewriting and willing to destroy and kill anyone and anything that gets in the way of her and Madoka being together. That's why I said love very, very heavily. Because she, she does say in the movie, she's like, oh, this is so strong of emotion that you, Kyubei, can't understand. And yeah. she says love. Yeah. Like, uh, I think the word you're looking for is obsession. Yeah, I was, I'm, I'm just thinking to myself, hmm, a Dio Brando type beat, huh? Especially <laughs> the godlike figure, um, rewriting, uh, be, be able to rewrite the universe, <laughs> made in heaven. That's <coughs> made in heaven. Made in heaven. Uh, eyes of heaven. That's we were talking about how like we would want to see Devil Homura in I uh made in heaven Dio fight ascended Dio, which I think oh, well it first talked I was talking to Cameron, yes. and I'm like well they both have time stop abilities who would win. And he goes, Dio. Because I'm like, yeah, Homer's a 12-year-old girl. He could just grab her and smash her to the ground he's, and Homer's he's dead. Definitely f- he's faster than her even in the time stop. Because vampire yeah. speed. Also, he has big punchy man ghost. Yeah, unless Homer gets him like a crater of C4. Yeah. Like she did with that last Which, witch. Um, she'd have to blow him up completely because he would just reform yeah he would just regenerate yeah um but homer versus made in heaven dio i mean devil homer yeah yeah because a normal homer would get curb stomped i think oh regular homer would get obliterated yeah. by even normal dio yeah. 
Because I was like, okay, cool, two time stop abilities. Who would win? And then, like, Dio because <laughs> Homura is a preteen. Yeah. Yeah, you know, when I was watching the movie, I was like, what do you mean she becomes a devil? What? Yeah. I was like, what? Hold on, hold on. Assault the presses. <laughs> yeah, how did, how did you feel when Madoka's coming down? She's like, it's okay, Homura. We could be together now. And she just grabs Madoka's wrist. I was like, uh, stop that. Hold on. P- p- uh, st- stop the movie. <laughs> I was, I was upset. I was like, what do you mean? Homura becomes the devil. Huh? Yeah, I remember watching that and I was like, Horaba. <laughs> Which, I, I guess, because I'm almost done with my spiel, I guess we could talk a little about um, the end yeah. of the movie because it is kind of ambiguous. It is. Like, Homura's to Sayaka and uh, the little, the little, who is that? I don't know their name. Uh, Bebe. Uh, Bebe. Bebe's like, yeah, Um, either, was it something like, Either you could stay here, or you could, like, disappear. Is that what she said? <laughs> she said something similar to yeah, that. Yeah, um, it was very threatening. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, I could just make you cease to exist because I'm a god now. <laughs> I am a but, god uh, now. Well, did you watch the after credit scene? Did I? I'm sure I did. <laughs> there, There is an after credit scene, which we'll, we'll talk about in a minute. Um, if, you, if you say it, I definitely will remember it. <laughs> But I want to talk about Homura Akemi for a minute, because oh. this is going to be my final point. It's here. The conclusion. Um, so, she literally rewrites time so much she makes Madoka super powerful, because Madoka is, like, her her set intention for every timeline. Mm-hmm. So, she's ultimately doing what she didn't want, which was Madoka becoming a magical girl. So, I'm going to talk about free will and choice. So, determinism versus free will does boil down to predetermined fate versus free will. Homer quite literally takes fate into her own hands by turning back time, but it seems that she's constantly destined to fail, as we see in the previous timelines, that all of the magical girls eventually meet their end. Um, I, I remember we were watching, when we were camera were watching, um, it's one of the timelines, and they see Sayaka become a witch, mm-hmm. and Ma- Mommy and Kyoko are there s- still, and so they defeat Sayaka, and Mommy's like, uh, Kyoko's like, that was crazy. And Mommy just shoots her soul gem. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Kevin goes, that was metal. <laughs> but, I mean, Homer doesn't care about the other magical girls. We know oh. this. It, it's pretty blatantly said that she has no care except for anyone except Madoka. As we see in the movie that she threatens Saika entire existence. Yeah. Um, but so, she feels so much that in resetting time that it leads to Madoka becoming even more powerful, which goes into Madoka's fate of becoming a magical girl. God. You know, it's time to uh, become God, I suppose. So it leads to the question, was Homer really able to change fate with her ability, or was everyone just doomed from the start? I see. This is where we're going with this. And I'm gonna throw that que- that hypothetical to you, Midge. What do you think? Oh God! So I I like the idea of free will because when you were typing this, you were writing this down. I was watching all my brains thought was Undertale because that's where I go. Because <laughs> Undertale, if you've never played Undertale, highly recommending it. 
And even if you don't want to play it, like a million people have played it online. You can find a playthrough somewhere. But pretty much Undertale's main mechanic is a choice. You can choose to go about it like you would do a normal video game where, like, like Pokemon, where you, you know, you encounter a monster and then you fight them and you defeat them. And you, then you have a choice. You defeat them or you can spare them or you can choose to deliberately go out and fight and just encounter every monster and pretty much massacre the entire underground. Or you can spare everyone. So, like, that's all I could think about while we're talking about this. And I like the idea that you can change fate. That's a personal favorite of mine. But from what Homura did here, it seems that everyone was kind of doomed. Well, actually, I want to talk about, since we're talking about video games, I want to talk about Life is Strange. Ah. Because that whole game is just kind of a mockery of choice-making games. Yeah, yeah. Because you find out that every so-called choice you think you've been making is le- is what is leading to the downfall. Yeah, pretty much every every um you know no matter how hard you try to save Chloe, even, yeah, like you're gonna find there's gonna be another thing coming right back to try and kill her. Yeah, like she. So it's in the same way that the magical girls are just des- like destined to die. Chloe's also destined to die. Yeah. You know, on almost every timeline we see in Madoka, Mommy and Sayaka are doomed to be to die and or become a witch. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it's more so that Sayaka's destined to become a witch. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Homura is Beca- Homura is pretty much destined to go through the time loops over and over again until you know what happens with Madoka. Yeah, because Madoka either dies or I remember she um, it she she says to Homura, she's like, shoot my soul gem, so I don't become a witch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that one thing for me, and you know, and but uh, (laughs) Homura just resets time again. But it, you know, it seems it's destined for, and we see in the movie that both Bebe and Sayaka are destined to become witches, yeah. whether they disappear or not. Because we see at the end of the anime that witches don't exist and they just disappear. They just go. Because Madoka, Madoka has taken their grief and, you know, goes on. I really like mm-hmm. um, at the end of the anime. When Kyubei's like, Madoka has become the most powerful witch because she's taken on all these curses. And then Madoka's like, no, not even I can become a witch. And then she shoots the witch version of herself, which rewrites the universe. Just so very good of her. Which, like, I have a greater appreciation for the show now that I've watched it as an adult and I understand it more. You know, than I did when I was 12. Yeah, you know, when you're not 12. <laughs> when I'm not 12 and that show is just a lot lot of to process. Mm-hmm. Especially in like the last two episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a oh boy. Which I didn't even realize when I watched the movie that Bebe was a magical girl, even though I knew in my head that magical girls are witches. Yeah. <laughs> because she's Charlotte, the witch that um bit Mommy's head off. Oh, yeah. I was, I, I was, I remember Homura was like, oh, what is that thing here? And like, I couldn't remember where I know, knew Bebe from. And then, oh, yeah. It's Char- yeah. 
baby's charlotte the witch that um that had killed mommy which was so that why it's so unsettling to see her with with mommy yeah because oh 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 you're just gonna hang out with your murderer huh but uh so that that was really it for philosophy so i want to talk about the end of the movie please go on with yes. the after credit movie is homer's dancing in a field of flowers oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then she falls off the cliff and that's how the movie ends yeah 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 okay or it's the conclusion to Rebellion, which I'm looking mm-hmm. at an article, which I remember reading when I first watched the movie, like, forever ago. <sighs> I, I I think I do remember the post credit scene now. It's just, I watched it, like, yeah, I watched so- it, like, a month ago, so, or however long I watched it ago. And- so, appa- apparently the writer... Um, was just going to have Homer be taken away to the heavens, except the producer <laughs> and director were like, "No, no, she did the bad thing. Don't, don't, don't reward her." Yeah. So basically, it from this is from the artifice. Mm-hmm. It said Homer was sick of her hardship and heartbreak, and she wants her sacrifices for Monica to be recognized, and so that's why she becomes she rebels ah. against Monica. To create a world held up by an obsessive love with possessive intentions. Mm-hmm. She decides that she'd rather live in a world where Monica is human and shares life with her at the risk of peace of magical girls than die alone. This concept goes to the idea opposite of Monica's ideals. I guess you would call me something that would demon Homer grimaces. So she changes a lot of the universe, as we mentioned prior. Uh, I've had a I've had a thought in my mind. What is your thought? Homer is a yawn today. Yeah. She's her her relationship with Monica is very unhealthy. Yeah, I was like that came to me what like a month after I watched Rebellion. Nice. Yeah, no Homer is yeah, like she... you know her possessive because you said possessive and obsessive. I'm like oh Yandere. Yeah, she she'd rather live in a world where other magical girls can be hurt and turn into, like, witches or whatever. Or wraiths. I don't know what they're fighting I in this th- universe. I think it's wraiths in the new uh, Homero universe. I mean, oh, okay, oh so- in the, yeah, in the labyrinth, it's uh, wraiths, I believe. Yeah, and, um, because in Manji of Record, witches are back, but I don't care about that show. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, rip. Uh... Sorry, I'm just trying to find mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very ending because it's explaining. <sighs> uh, you know, uh, like what was it like? Because uh, at most, like I've watched a uh, good few shows that have young days in it. Like what comes to mind is Future Diary, which is I should rewatch because oh, it's, a, yeah. it's a very good show. I should rewatch it. I never finished it. Uh, it's it's good. I dropped off. I don't blame you. It's I have to finish though. it. It's a bit hard to get behind, but I like it a lot. The concepts with the... I, yeah. I was enjoying it. Then it just got really confusing at one oh, point. Oh, yeah, right. You were messaging me about it. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I may have skipped an episode by accident. Oh, no. That's um, so good. But I will, I will eventually go back to it, which I heard a lot of people don't like the ending to that yeah, show. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an ending, for sure. It's an ending, I'd say. I gotta rewatch it. I think I remember the ending fairly well, but it's sure. Yeah, I remember. 
you we were in a discord call with malik and malik's like i hate the ending oh, yeah it's just been a lot it's been like i think i watched it back like either beginning of high school or end of middle school so it's been a hot minute <sighs> yeah yeah i got i gotta i might i might rewatch it after i finish Ut- I, I i keep saying i'm gonna watch things after i finish utena and i have no idea what i'm actually gonna watch after i finish utena I have to finish Utena too. I only have like ten more episodes I'm left. I'm on episode like uh, fifteen. I finally got. Pa- I'm finally in the Black Rose arc, which is great. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I, 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 I spoiled myself, but it's okay. I, I still have no idea what's really going on. <laughs> that Utena is a very. Um, I'm, I'm confused. It's a very metaphorical show. Yeah. It's got a lot of metaphors in it. I'm like, ugh. like that's why I kind of took a little bit of a break from it because it was just a lot. And, and we're in college. We already are having our brains pummeled by college work. Especially since finals are coming. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh... Ah, they are coming. You found I'm already feeling these... it. Did you find it yet? Um, I'm not finding a direct ending. It just kind of explained what happened, but hmm. not in... So, like, what? Uh, Homero fell off a cliff. Yeah, so Going- there's speculation. Okay, there's speculation to whether she tried to commit suicide or her intentions are elsewhere. Maybe she intends to battle with someone. It's possible that she's injured or exhausted Kubei to such an extent that she has proven herself more powerful than he. Is it possible that Homer is simply traveling to area to area? He or she could have jumped off a cliff to travel to her next destination far too soon. The end flashes across the screen in multiple different languages to remind the viewers yeah, this is really the end, folks. There's no preview after the end credits. Mm-hmm. Well, I've had another uh, I thought that entered my head. Homer went. Homer uh, was sent to Super Hack for for being gay for uh, Monica. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That came. If you want to know, if you want to hear us talk about Super Hack, listen to our. You should listen to our last episode, which is on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Play. I went to at fandom fair yeah. um i was wondering if you put it up at least like told instagram we did that because i don't remember seeing you do i did not put it on instagram but i did put it on our twitter you did i saw that much. you want to you want to plug our twitter oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> so both our twitter and our instagram have similar handles but there's just a little uh little uh difference so uh it's f-a-n-d-o-m-f-a-r-e that's fandom fair and that's li- our name on you know, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, and um, Spotify. But with Instagram, you put a you put an underscore between the M and the second F because someone took Fandom Fair before us. Rude. Which, uh, how rude, really? If, if, by the way, if you have if you happen to have that handle, DM us. We'll take it off your hands. <laughs> I'm not gonna pay you for it, but I'll take it off your hands. We'll take it off your hands. Who do you think we are? Made of money? No. Um. So I, I guess we'll end the episode soon. But I just let's talk about our speculations for what the ending of Rebellion. Means. Sure. What do you think, Midge? Because I did a lot of talking this episode. Uh, she went to super heck. <laughs> she went to super heck for being gay. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I think it's definitely um like sort of a way of visually representing Homer's downfall in a different way. How she's sort of, like, with the labyrinth, she sort of went through life normally again, and then suddenly it's an extreme downhill. 
it's just like, oh, yes, I'm going through life as I normally did. And then suddenly, hmm, why can't I leave this? Why can't I actually leave the city? And it just goes downhill, like, swoop. So it's, I, I think maybe it's sort of like a, 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 like a visual, like, short metaphorical retelling of what happened. It could also maybe be um, the universe fighting back against Homura. Because the girl does have wings, so it isn't without question that she could just fly back up. So, perhaps I, I I like I like that you think it's a visual interpretation. That's a really interesting. I never thought of it that I way. I don't know. This is coming off uh, the top of my head, like most thoughts do. No, I I like it. That's a that's an interesting way to put it because it's interesting because she's in the same flower field that she's shown with Madoka. Yeah. Multiple times. Oh, yeah, yeah, when uh, Monica's like braiding her hair, and then the flowers yeah, bloom around them. Mm-hmm. Which I like that it's a big metaphor for her wanting Homura to, you know, I not go back to the way she was, but not be upset. Yeah, to be like be the Homura she knew, but you know. Yeah, it's just I I like that scene. It's really metaphorical. Yeah. Um. But I, I'm thinking almost that scene is her dancing with her despair ah. because she's in that same flower field mm-hmm. and, you know, she cannot become a witch. So she, I don't, I don't think she would commit suicide. No, um, no, that doesn't seem like the vibe for Homura. But the way she, I don't think it's, I don't think it's her like traveling to a destination. I think the ending is very metaphorical in the way that she is dancing with her despair of... The knowledge of what she's done, and then she falls off the cliff, and I think that's supposed to be, like, metaphorical. Like, she's letting it go. Yeah. Like, you know, she's now become the master of this universe. Yeah. You know, like, the visual representation thing came from someone who hates, like, th- who hates thinking about reasoning behind things? I think that's pretty impressive for me. That is. I love talking about metaphors is, and things. You know, I'm an English major. What's wrong with me? You are an English major, just, why are you- I just don't like thinking about- like, I just like enjoying things from their face value, and sometimes I'll think about, oh, but most of the time I'm just like, this is fun. When people make me think about things deeply, I that's unenjoyable, but like, on just a, oh, I think it'd be cool to look deeper into this thing, ah. as a metaphorical point of view. I, I, I think that's cool, but also I'm a psychology major. Brain just go, fun media. Um, I, I'm like, I think that whole ending sequence is just, that whole after credits is just a big metaphor for, I, I like your idea of it being Homer's downfall, but it could also be her grief and despair and her letting that go. Perhaps. Either one is valid. Perhaps it's time for the heat death of the universe. <laughs> perhaps it's time for the heat death of the universe so Homer could just let go of her girlfriend. Yep. So that was our show. That was our show. I enjoyed it. I had fun. Ah. Fun fun talking about like my favorite anime. Um we already plugged our things. We did, we did. So um brush your teeth. Uh clean your sheets. Take a shower, you're a little stinky. Yep. And d- drink water. Oh, oh <laughs> I forgot my bit. You forgot your bit. Oh, God. And Yeah, go get a drink of water. Get some food. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. We love you and have a good whatever day you're having. You know, just have a day.
take a day off. Unless you need the money, then don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> we love you. Bye. Bye.